This is the Scamp Life Podcast, a weekly show for summer camp professionals. Hosted by Kurt Jackson, Chris Callow, and Kelly Cook. Now it's time for another entertaining episode exploring the fantastical world of summer camp. Welcome back to Scamp Life Podcast. This is Kurt, and with me, as always, Kelly Cook and Chris Callow. Whoop, whoop. Listen, if you are a year-round director and you're looking for a new job, there's a few camps that you're kind of considering. A lot of people are. Mm -hmm. There are red flags that you need to Mm -hmm. look at. And if you see these red flags, even though maybe you really need a job, you probably shouldn't take the job because you're going to regret it. Uh, So we're going to talk about red flags that we've seen at camps or that we've heard about or that we've experienced and through our experience i'm sure you're gonna have your own red flags if you if you're listening to this well and this is not just for job locations i also have some red flags on some staff on who you're gonna hire or there might be some red flags on them all right, so, so we want to hire do this, a new program person. So we're going to break this down to maybe the first half. We'll talk about if you're looking for a job, mm-hmm. and then the second half would be if you've and you're people you're going to hire. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's do that. Cool. All right. So my first red flag would be if you are looking at a job, they interview you, they uh, are like, "Yeah, we'd love you." Um, We'd like to have you come on board and you say, yeah, so can I see a written job description? And they don't have one for your specific camp. Maybe there's multiple camps that they have and they don't have one for your camp. That's a red flag. If there is no job description and it's just kind of like. Means you're doing everything. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Or if they say, hey, you know, help us put one together. Unless it's a brand new camp. Yep. Definitely. Uh, one of my. Red flags you need to look for um, is who's in charge. So, you know, if Chris Callow is in charge of the camp, that is a major red flag. No, um, <laughs> but who's running the camp? So if there, I know some friends of mine that have gone to a camp and they realized real fast, it was very bored run. The camp board ran it, mm. did not let the director have any kind of executive decisions at all. I mean, he was really just an assistant to the camp board. And so, you know, if you have an owner or a camp board or whoever, you know, look and see who's in charge. And, you know, if you're being hired for an executive position, but you have zero executive authority or no people don't even come to you because they know you can't give them what they want because you got to go talk to a board or you got to go talk to an owner every time you need to make a decision. That That's a big red flag. They, ah, they want to one. be in charge, but they don't want to deal with all of the junk. Like right. they can put that on you. Right. Interesting. I think for me, the biggest when looking for a job is you want that communication. It might not be pre-interview, but if you have spoken to a person past a phone screening, even just the phone screening, but definitely if you've had a true interview, they need to be able to communicate with you, whether it be, you know, hey, we haven't made a decision yet. Just letting you know you know, we're still in the process and not, and not have the applicant being the one to reach out and ask for the status. Like if you say, Hey, we'll talk to you in two weeks, even if there is no decision, reach out 
in those two weeks and say, this is where we're at. Um, that for me, I just want to know, like, if you say you're going to talk to me in two weeks, cool. I want to hear you from you in two weeks, even if yeah. it's a, we haven't made the decision yet, or we are waiting for more applicants or we, you know, something came up and we just haven't had a chance to get to it. Okay, cool. I don't want to have to say, Hey, it's been three weeks. I haven't heard from you. Just right, wondering right. where you're at. Yeah, I hear you. Um, if the website has inaccurate information, yes. for example, if they say, hey, this summer we are going to have go-karts or we're going to have field trips or we're going to have whatever it is, parents are going to expect that. But if in your interview they're saying, you know, because I would assume that most, if you're looking for a camp director job, you're going to go on their website and you're going to check out everything. Please do. Yes, please do. (laughs) Please do. And if you get into that interview and they're like, yeah, we're not going to, you know, we don't, we're not able to do field trips because of what have you, or we don't have this activity, or we decided lunch is going to run differently than what we put on the website. That's a red flag. Why haven't Mm -hmm. they changed that if they've made that decision? Because parents are going to, you know, if they're already registering, they're registering with the thought that they're paying for this experience that you have on the website that you're promoting, that you're marketing, and then they're not going to do it. That's going to come back on you as a director. And those parents can be like, you said it on the website. And you're like, well, I, it wasn't me. That's I'm not the one web- of those. I can't I owner, I have control over the website. Yeah, The owner promised something because mm-hmm. they want to be in charge, but then you have to deal with the fallback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. A uh, big red flag. One of the places I was looking at one time, uh, t- they talked bad about the executive in charge. I like everybody. No one had any mm. good things to say. And I'm like, why do I want to work for you all? Like you're all complaining about this person. That does not make me want to come in here. And so that that's, uh, that's not really the company's fault so much. You know, it's not like the executive was telling me bad, but everyone that, uh, underneath him. And so this poor maintenance director, this poor program director, we're never going to get me as a camp director because they talked so bad about their boss that I didn't want to join that crew. <laughs> so mm. they were almost making it worse for themselves because no one was going to come in there and work with them. Yeah. For me is research your executive leadership. Um, yeah. So I've accepted positions and then realized afterwards that, you know, similar to what Chris is talking about, things weren't going well, Mm -hmm. but I mean, they give you your, their name when you interview them. So if you want to go look them up, just like HR Mm -hmm. will look up candidates on social media and in different places, like go, go do your research on them and see for yourself too. I mean, you may not have that opportunity to talk to other people about them and find out, you know, what, their pros and cons are of a supervisor, but go, go do your research, especially if you're looking for full-time camping positions, you probably know someone who they are friends with and then can reach out to them and ask questions. Yep. Nice. Nice. Uh, if you have to use your own equipment, if, if maybe the uh, computer isn't very good or not working, you have to bring your own laptop. If there are no tools and you're, you know, you have to bring in your own tool set or if there is, you know, the, the, the person interviewing is saying, Hey, you know, do you have this? Because you might not, 
we're, we're looking to update, but it probably won't happen this summer. Yeah. Um, that is a red flag to me. If, if yeah. you've got to use your own personal equipment, unless you're being paid for it, uh, cell phone is a big thing for me. Like if you had to use your cell phone and they say, Hey, we want you to take calls on your cell phone, which I've seen and, but they're not paying you, you know, a stipend or, or extra for mm-hmm. the, or not paying for your cell phone. Those kinds of things, they're going to rely on you. You're going to buy stuff. They're not going to reimburse you. That's a red flag to me. Yeah. No. And I, I say here where I'm at, they pay me to use my own phone, which I prefer. I'd much rather carry my own phone around than two phones. But then I also, I'm kind of, yeah, but I'm the other way too, Kelly, because there's times like, ah, oh, junk. I don't want to give somebody my phone number because then they can call me whenever. I have to I say could... having two phones while yeah. on vacation is mm-hmm. the best thing ever because I don't, my phone, the last vacation I took went into airplane mode for work. Yep. And I, I did turn it on from time to time, but that was just to make like, to check a couple things, make sure place wasn't burning down. But the fact that I don't have my work email on my personal phone Mm-hmm. is so nice because then when I get bored and start scrolling through my phone, I don't go scrolling through my work email. So yes, two, carrying two phones is a pain. However, I think I prefer it. Well, and with you on that too, I mean, work, I, I kind of had this issue this year and not any fault of my, my staff in the past, but we've always, the staff have always kind of used their own email for stuff. And um, I had a retreat group just call me and cancel. And we didn't even know they were coming because it was going to that previous staff member who's no longer here going to their email. And so we are changing up all of our stuff with everyone's going to get like, we're going to have a camp director at campgoodnews.com mm-hmm. or whatever email. Yeah. So then the email stays with the company and same with the phones. If you got two phones, you know, people are, oh, I, this is the number I called last year to schedule whatever with Kelly then that phone just goes to whoever the next person is too and makes it very simple. True. 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 My next big red flag, and we see a lot of it this year too, but is turnover. What is their turnover and how like, Oh, they've gone through four directors in the past four years. Why is that? Um, And even going back to my friend that I was kind of talking about earlier, that that was their thing. They, they should have seen, Hey, this camp had had three different directors and then they were the fourth one, and they realized that this board ran everything. They didn't want a director; they wanted staff. You know, they they didn't want somebody in charge. And so, but looking for that turnover. Yeah, going off of that, my my next one is very similar, but it's how often is that organization listed in the job boards? So with mm-hmm. ACA's email twice a month. Yes, you'll see the same position potentially twice in that one month, or while that position is still open. That's fine, but. If it pops up again, it could even be a different position entirely, but why are they having so many? Sometimes it's growth, which is phenomenal. And sometimes it is the turnover or the person just, they keep doing mishires or Mm -hmm. you don't know, but see how many times that position is posted. And ACA is phenomenal is a good spot to look at. But if you're constantly seeing that organization posted in the job boards, find out why find out why that's a good one also if they won't give you a budget that's a red flag like if you say so you know what's the budget look like and they're like uh we'll take care of that you have no idea how much you're gonna spend on anything a huge red flag another red flag one of the places i worked for uh the hiring people that people that were hiring 
uh, and interviewing me could not answer several questions I had. And that should have been a red flag for me because <laughs> then that stuff came up and no one knew how to answer it or to deal with it. And I had to figure that out. Uh, but that was, they just didn't have answers for simple things in my opinion. Like, what do you do in, in this situation? Or have you had this? How are you dealing with it? And they just couldn't. So my next one is it's very common to get like essay questions or experiential interviews as essay questions or a way to figure something out in an interview. But if they are giving you an experiential interview that helps solve one of their problems that they are having. So not something simple like, a, hey, come up with a program for 10 year olds to play. Yeah. But it's more of like something within the budget or a staffing issue or how this and that there, there's probably some things going on that they are seeing how you would solve because they're expecting you to solve them once you are hired. Uh, watch those experiential interview questions. Um, if they ask you to do it in like an essay form, especially because then they aren't just taking notes in your interview. They are then asking you to submit them and then they have word for word exactly how you would do it. Yeah. Yeah, Actually, that's, that's, that's a great yeah. idea. Right now, I am hiring an escape room person. If you could go ahead and send me all of your escape room puzzle ideas <laughs> that I can use. <laughs> no, no, I like that. Uh, here, this is a pet peeve of mine, and I know camps are different, but if I were looking for a director job and they said, hey, just to let you know, um, we have week-long staff training and it's unpaid for the counselors and activity <laughs> staff. That is a red flag to me. So if they pay. say, hey, look, oh, it's in their contract when they sign it, yep. it is, okay, but what if they're not there? Oh, well, then they don't get to work. So you're requiring it, but you're not paying them. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case, run away because their decision, especially if it's in a camp that charges a lot of money for kids, then it's all about profit over people that that would, for me, I would be like, you know what? I'm going to look for another camp. Thanks. Uh, sticking kind of on that. Um, Cause we were very similar to that. We did not pay our, our staff to be trained. Um, and I changed that. And, but one of the reasons why it was that way is because this is the way it's always been done. We've always done it this way and we've never had problems in the past. But that's, that is, I, that is my new, I, I've told pretty much everyone that I've worked for here. If I hear, well, this is the way we've always done it. Mm. I will purposely try and change it <laughs> because <laughs> I hate that phrase with a passion. Mm -hmm. And there, there are some things, some things you keep because they work, they go well. You just, this is not because we've always done it this way, but because it's good. It, right. We tried a gazillion other ways. It didn't work. This is what we ended on. And it seems to go well. Yeah. Great. Keep it. But Oh no, well, we've always done it this way. Time mm -hmm. to change. So I, I hate that phrase too. Yep. Mm, good one. Um, a big one is if they don't call your references. I mean, mm. I would hope that an applicant uh, isn't enough. I know when I do references, it's someone who I speak to. Not, it doesn't have to be every day or, or all the time, but often enough that I usually know once they have been called as a reference because mm -hmm. they reach out to me because I have already asked them ahead of time if they could be my reference for this mm -hmm. specific job. They will let me know typically. And I do the same for people who have asked me. I will let them know, hey, I did your reference. So I think if they're not calling your references, that is definitely a red flag because then they're just kind of going off of whatever you have told them. And they're, yeah, they're going to take a chance on you, but I mean, I want someone to 
brag about me before I'm hired (laughs) as much as I don't like hear like I don't want to hear it that's just me but like I want them to know like I am a good candidate that that can go into the red flags for staff you hire too Mm -hmm. if Kelly did not inform her friend or whoever that they're going to be a reference and I'm talking Mm -hmm. to them to hire like that's really bad too so so I will say if you find that they and I guess you would only know this from maybe uh, checking previous years, but if they have, you feel they have more kids than their facilities will okay. hold. Every camp has a max, right? Every camp has a max. And uh, if, if they are out of the blue, adding yep. a number of um, kids that they haven't had in the past however many years, you know, I think this is more of a day camp situation because if it's a, an overnight camp, you only have so many beds, <laughs> those kinds of things. If you see that and you're like, eh, that seems a little off to me. No. And really, if you just have a gut feel of anything, you're like, I have met with these people and I just have this gut feel like away. So yep. my last red flag is almost, it's really a red flag. Unfortunately, after you've gotten hired. If you start noticing surprises, things you're like, oh, by the way, we needed you or we need you to take this class or, oh, by the way, this is how try and get out soon. Because if there's one big surprise, there's probably multiple big surprises coming that you just weren't told about because they knew if they told you ahead of time, it would have been it would have been bad. And the last thing for me is if there are leeches in the lake yes, that'd be <laughs> and and. <laughs> Kids, campers, and staff have to deal with that. Say no. Leave. Do not work there. Oh, no. Did they swim in this lake? Yeah. Oh, well, they're like on the, I don't know what leeches, if they swim or if they just kind of crawl on the bottom. No, but... the humans. Did the humans swim in the oh, lake? Yeah, the there's swim lessons and yes. And so, so kids the... would walk out and have a leech on them. Yes. Multiple oh. sometimes. Oh. The lifeguards oh. too. No. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Terrible. Did you get any? Did you have any on you? I didn't get in the water. Are you kidding me? There's leeches in there. How about Max? Did Max get in? No, no, I don't let Max. him. No. <laughs> he did get a couple of good ticks, but. Yeah. So, Chris, when it comes to staff hiring, no. Oh. What are, What are some of your red flags? Um, uh, just some red flags that I've seen. And maybe some of the red flags I ignored and then shouldn't have. (laughs) Um, One of the things I've read is how they talk, like some of the words they use, not just cuss words, but even just kind of how they talk, maybe even about the opposite gender. And not um, regrets, no, I'm saying. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, just kind of how they talk Mm -hmm. about things, even just so many i mean that that was one of our issues we we had some they, they overshared things they're like uh yeah you didn't need to tell us that we didn't we don't need to know about your past sexual history or anything like that not not important at all i think also if they talk politics yep it's a red flag uh, like that no stop especially in alabama <laughs> please do not talk about politics because <laughs> right. i don't want to hear about it on either but on either side of it right, i don't right. want to hear it yeah. It's everything. Because it'll start. 
Yeah. It will start so training. many issues, especially down here in Alabama. It will start many issues, yeah. regardless of which side you go. Yep. I don't want to hear about it. I hear about it in my everyday life. Let me have camp be camp without it. Yeah. Uh, another red flag I've had, and it kind of deals with what they talk about, but even the boy crazy or girl crazy, like they that that comes up a lot in their conversation if they're asking about oh you know how many girls do you hire and, and things like that and that's just a red flag you're talking about it too much there's something going on that scares me a little i think a red flag for me is if uh the parents want to sit in on the interview huh? or, or you can hear them in the background or yeah, yeah. <laughs> or they're kind of taking over the whole mm-hmm. interview process somehow, whether it be through paperwork, emails, yep, whatever. Yeah. Uh, my last red flag for staff: if they lie about stuff that doesn't matter, they're probably lying to you about things that do matter. Like just the dumbest, and, and we had that this year. Somebody just lied about something that didn't didn't even affect anything, change nothing. There was no reason to lie about it. And then we found out later she was lying to us about big things. So this is not during interview. You're talking about this is hired people. And things we saw. Yeah. I got red flags that we saw during like training week, the first couple of weeks yeah. of camp that should have prepped us for later in the summer. Anything to add Kelly? Um, I would just say that if all the references are family slash friends, Um, you know, even if you have not had a job before and camp Mm -hmm. is potentially your first job, you have a teacher, you have a guidance counselor, a coach, a mentor, someone who is not directly related to you or like your best friend who can call for you. Um, it needs to be someone who knows you in a different capacity for a reference because I'll get to I want to hire you. And I look at your references and you have grandma, mom, and aunt. Yep. Okay. Do you have a youth pastor I can call? Mm -hmm. Do you have someone else please? Because (laughs) I I have to call two, at least two out of the three, ideally all three. But I mean, if you, I really don't like to call immediate family and aunts and grandparents and uncles are kind of a no go either. So Mm. now, Eight years ago here, very first year I was here, I fired somebody and they put on a good front and because their references were that I was a youth pastor, I think a Sunday school and like a counselor, a mentor. And it was the mom who at the firing said, I wish you would have called me. I would have told you not to hire her. <laughs> all the stuff and i go well you could have still done that like mm-hmm. you didn't <laughs> let it slide but i just thought that was so funny like dude all these other people gave you great references and your mom was gonna call you out on it so well and i've had a i've had a parent so at one of the camps i worked at the organization wanted a one family member the other two had to be professional but wanted mm-hmm. a family member as a reference and i had a parent tell me do not hire this person. Yeah. Like there, if you hire them, you are going to have issues. And I really appreciate it. I appreciate anytime I get a truly honest reference mm-hmm. and not just a, Oh, they're great. Hire them. Absolutely. Like I want true and honest references. Cause that's what I give. And so I've had a one, one apparent ever in the hundreds of reference calls I've made over the years, tell me don't hire them. But in all honesty, I, I would prefer not yeah. to have family yeah. members. So those are some red flags that we have seen. Um, Get ready for next year. <laughs> yeah. 
hiring season's right around the corner. I don't know. And if you're looking for a job, beware. 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 And uh, what do we got going on next week? Next week, we have some great ideas for next summer and things that I'm going to ignore every red flag for because it sounds like fun. So I'm doing it with the campers. And, <laughs> well, that is coming up. We are excited. You are a part of this podcast. Leave us a note, jot us a, a, a word or two and just tell us how awesome that I am and that, you know, well, Kurt and Kelly are here, but no, it's, <laughs> we are so thankful that you are here and you are a part of this. Thank you so much uh, for joining us on this and from around the campfire. This is Chris. This is Kurt and Kelly. Thanks for listening. See ya. See ya.